everybody. Welcome to the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode number six, I think. I think it's episode six. That's what I'm going with. I am one of your hosts, Bub Drum, joined by my lovely co-host, the DS Claw. What's good? Lots of things are good, man. Lots of good news this week. Some interesting stuff. Um, let's get rid of some general info out of the way. Again, we are the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast. We are here every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, for your live viewing pleasure. And then we go to audio podcast formats all over the world on Mondays. Yep, yep, yep. So, hey, you know, fire up your uh, fire up the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast on your commute. Have a laugh. Get some free entertainment. Can't go wrong with that. So, <coughs> that said, we do have a merch room. If you want to check out some of the Fresh Takes Gaming swag, if you will, you can go to uh, merchroom.com slash freshtakesgaming. See what's going on there. we got coffee mug shirts, all that stuff. Speaking of coffee, yes, DS Claw and I are drinking coffee tonight because it is needed. Fact. It has been a long week for me. We were chatting earlier. It's been a long week for, for him as well. So, that said... And there we go. I'll put that back up on there so people can find you, your social feed. I forgot to add that back in there, Claw, after our guest host last week, CMB2G, stopped in. Shout out to CMB2G. Thank you for stopping in last week and uh, holding down the fort while DS uh, Claw was out in the middle of the woods somewhere. Yes. (laughs) So I'm sure uh, that was very enjoyable for you. Oh, delightful. Yes. Complete sarcasm with that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, moving on here. Always, we talk about what have you been playing. So, we're going to stick to that. What have you been playing, man? Um, I was able to fit in a little bit of Ghost Recon Wildlands last night. I'm trying to clear out my backlog. Uh, the big push for me right now, however, is Halloween. So, I... I Actually, I've been doing a lot of streaming, and when I have, mostly it's been creative streams. I've been doing a lot of cosplay stuff, trying to get my son's uh, deal ready. So, not a lot of gaming for me this week. Once we get Halloween done, I pray that I will be able to play some <laughs> awesome games and get that dang backlog down. Man. Oh, it's man. killing me. We've always talked about that dang backlog, man. I look at my external hard drive storage on my Xbox One, and I'm just like, <sighs> I, just, I just laugh. I just end up laughing like, yeah. yeah. That game, Some, and then that someday. game, and that game. Oh, one day, one day. Um, yeah. So, well, that's really cool, man. Doing the creative stuff—that's always good. That's always good. I think you are doing a Bioshock. Is it a Bioshock costume? Yes. Uh, so my son wants to be a big daddy. He's calling it the little brother, but um, <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a big daddy costume, and I'm trying to motorize the drill and do oh, the wow. tank and all that. So yeah. MJ's helping with the paint on it, and I'm biased. It looks cool. <laughs> I, I was going to say, man, what I've seen so far, because you've posted in the Discord stuff, some pictures, man, it looks great. Have you posted any of that progress on Twitter, if anybody want to check it out? Um, I don't think I have. I can, though. Okay. I well, can, I mean. I could quit being lazy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're putting all this work <laughs> and time in. You're taking your energy, you know, us folks that like to view your gaming streams away from that. Let's see what you've been working on. So throw some of that right. on Twitter. You can uh, follow him at, at the DS Claw. Check Word. out his progress on that uh, cosplay he's doing for his uh, son. Pretty awesome stuff. So I've been playing. Continue to be keep playing. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
Oh, how's it going? Man, I am 30 hours into this game now, and I'm like, holy crap. I just want to keep are playing you, it. Are you still loving it? Are you was, still loving it yeah. on Project, on Project, Project Stream? Stream? Yeah, it's so good, dude. So good. I'm not trying to get on the you know, the Google bandwagon or anything like that. I have a Google phone. I have a, an actual Google phone, a Pixel XL. It is the actual Ooh. Google flagship phone. Ooh. Not a Pixel 3. I'm against the whole notch gate. Get out of the notches. <laughs> Ugly. Why'd you do it? Get the notches out of here. Team no notch. All right. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Um, I think we see where you stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Team no notch. But uh, yeah, but it's just been. It's just been a solid experience, man. Um, with with the project stream, you know, just playing the game through my Chrome browser. I know we've talked about it probably like the last three shows. We've touched on it, and then I just keep gushing about it, and I can't just because it just it blows my mind. And I just thought of something today when I was doing. I was like, I have I have two monitors. I was like, let me pull up because ta- Google Chrome itself. Everybody knows it's kind of a common complaint is that. Mm-hmm. It's a resource hog. Like Google Chrome yeah. as a web browser is just, it eats memory up all the time. Yep. So I had this idea. I was like, well, let me, um, let me pull up my task manager and look at how many resources is eaten up versus the tabs I already have open. So yep. I had like a separate Chrome window open with, you know, my normal web browsing tabs that I use. And then I opened up a separate separate tab and drug, you know dragged that out to its new its own window, and it was a one percent memory consumption increase running really? Project Stream. Yeah, no so, kidding. Yeah, like that is impressive. So that is impressive. what what else is in their title, like in their library? That's it right now. They have anything else? That's the beta. That's it. It's the beta. It's just this. Um, excuse me. I had to have some coffee. Um, yeah, it's just this game that they're testing with. They partnered with Ubisoft um, directly to offer this. The The next iteration, I have no idea what it could be. However, they partnered with Ubisoft on this beta with a flagship title. Brand new game. Yep. AAA title. Single player narrative story driven. Huge game, right? Like, I'm 30 hours in and I checked on... I'm 30 hours in and I'm level 21. That's probably, I'm probably a little slow enough because I've done a lot of exploration just on the side, which doesn't get you a whole lot of XP per place you've discovered. Yeah. But uh, I went to my Ubisoft account and said I was only like 27% done with the game. I'm 30 hours okay. in. Now, I don't know if that's on, I don't know if that's the main campaign or if that's just finding everything, doing everything in the game itself. Either way, huge game. Yeah, either one, that's huge. So <laughs> now that I've set up the, the size of this game and what it's doing, my next thinking is, you know, if they've partnered with Ubisoft for, for this initial beta offering, there's probably a second stage to this. And Ubisoft okay. probably wasn't going to sign on and get some of that Google money for just one title. So my next thinking in my brain is, Okay, they need to do something multiplayer to really put it through its paces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, well, Siege. Well, I'm like, well, Siege is super competitive. Probably not, I mean, it has a large player base. But my other thing is, what's the next Ubisoft big title that's multiplayer that's coming out? The Division 2. Yep. So I'm thinking that could be the next big, like, second phase of this beta test to really 
see how multiplayer then works with this. Well, you, you've mentioned a couple of times that they're using their flagship games in order to kind of champion this this service or at least test it out in the beta phase. They're going with a AAA title. This isn't just kind of like some, you know, side chick kind of thing that they're putting yeah. out there. It's um, so it really it's kind of a testament to the faith that at least developers have mm-hmm. in what's going to go down. So, yeah, uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Yes. And I would like, to, you know, I would like to see a quote or a comment from Ubisoft on how well they think it's performed, you know, with their game, how, the pla- how that platform's performed with their game. Um, just be interesting to see what their take is on it, like how they how they view it. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I noticed, which is kind of interesting as well, and I didn't, th- again, thought about today when I was doing that task manager stuff, but when I logged into my Ubisoft account, uh, usually... The Ubisoft games you've played, like I've played Child of Light, Assassin's Creed 2, The Division. And if you select those games that it knows that you've owned or or have played, it'll show, it'll show you the platform that you played it on. So if I go to The Division, it'll say, oh, oh, The okay. Division, here are your stats for The Division on Xbox One. Oh, Child of Light, here's your okay. stats for Xbox One. When I go to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the actual platform it says itself, I was thinking into my – I don't know why I was thinking this. I was going to say, oh, it's going to say PC. Because that's yeah. essentially what I, in my mind, what I'm doing. I'm playing on a PC. It's just Google's housing the server for me to. Yeah, the hard, the, the hard work portion of yeah. it. Yeah, the platform actually said Project Stream. Oh. To my surprise, I was like, I just noticed. I was like, because it's real subtle. It's just up in the corner, you know, kind of like a faded gray, topish text. And I'm just like, that says Platforms Project Stream. Interesting. Just something I noticed. No. No super hype or anything like that, but just interesting. Yeah, so, that they're they're calling them, you know, they're identifying themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that. I've been playing that. What else have I played? Dove into some Ring of Elysium this week again. Nice. Played, got about an hour in on that. I still love that game, and they're getting ready to do a uh, Halloween. Every, like everybody, other every other game out there is doing a Halloween theme. Starting either have already started or doing it next week. So yeah. Um, you get like a jack-o'-lantern head or some different crates and stuff like that you can open. But cool. that's what I've been playing. So Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so we were talking about Ubisoft. So I guess we can go into uh, one of the first topics, which is a former Ubisoft employee, uh, Jade Raymond, who mm-hmm. was the head of EA Motive, which did the, the Star Wars series of EA games. Yep. Huge, huge stuff. Uh, left EA. Um, she was a former producer on Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, those are some of the bigger credits to her, to her, I guess, resume, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> term, um, with Ubisoft. So, haven't seen, this came out earlier in the week, but I haven't seen any sort of official response from or comment from Jade Raymond on or EA on the departure, what it was. All EA said is uh, they basically named who was taking over her role at EA or her responsibilities at EA. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they, I, I know EA's kind of lost a, a few people recently, um, or at least this year. So I don't know what that means. I don't know where she's going. It's just I well. Know. You think she's going to get scooped up by uh, the initiative, then? 
because I mean, now that she's on the market, the initiative is scooping up a lot of talent, man. Microsoft has proven we will give you the money. Yep. Microsoft, Phil I'm Spencer here. has yep. the full backing of Satya Nadella, who is the CEO of Microsoft, to for this whole Xbox future plan stuff. So maybe? I don't know. Mm. And then if they go that route, because they've thrown in their hat before as far as like um, uh, Star Wars games. Uh, she wasn't the one that was working on the solo, like super in-depth solo campaign, right? Uh, that was somebody else. Who was that? That was... Uh, she quit also. It was another female. It wasn't Ubisoft. God. Oh, you mean- this is what happens when you do your research. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, man. It's we, you know, we we got full time working gigs, man. We can only f- do so much research so in a day. Was it Amy Henning? Does that sound That's right? How, that sounds familiar. She was from yep, EA Amy as Henning. well, right? Yep, and yep. she was like the a really big. She was like the yeah. narrative person. Yep. Uh, whereas the other one captured the vision, and yep. Amy Henning moved on as well, and she was the one that was actually developing the storyline for. It was supposed to be like a super immersive, crazy yeah, hardcore do Star this. Wars yep. game. Yep. Yeah. So if the initiative scoops up both of them and then they've already got talent from Telltale, I don't know. We could see some cool stuff, man. Maybe some cool, quick time, decision-based games. I do like those, man. I don't know what it is about them. I do like them. I do like them. So, have you ever played a game when there's a quick time event and you're not ready for it? Oh, dude, that's the worst. It's <laughs> you almost think like it's a like jump a cut scare. scene. You put it down. Yeah. To, yeah, you put it down. You're like, ah, whatever. You're like, yeah. oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Always, always have yeah. done that. That was Tomb Raider so, for me. That was. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. So we'll skip. We'll skip around, man. Tomb Raider. Some drama with Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, this week. I don't know if you saw this in the headlines, but uh, so. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, developed, published, I think, both by uh, Square Enix. The latest the latest one came out two months ago, right? Mm-hmm. So the – where was I going with this? So it went on sale for 50% off after two months. Ouch. So a lot of the people that were day one purchasers on Steam just review-bombed Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow Ow. of the Tomb Raider on steam like given all these negative reviews and all this stuff but i'm like i feel you you if you pre-order a game you're gonna pay full price that's just how it always is right Mm -hmm. you're taking that chance it's it's the early adopter tax that's the way i look at it so it's kind of like if you want the latest and greatest iphone you're paying what they call the apple tax right because it's the latest and greatest even though it's gonna Mm -hmm. come out a brand new one's going to come out in a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want the you want the, the the newest one. It's going to get price dropped in six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that's just the way that's just the way it is. I don't think in two months I'm like okay, well, you were you got on you know day one for this game. Awesome. You had. Hopefully you got your enjoyment out of it and your playthrough and whatever. <laughs> you know, you got your time out of it. You know, I, gamer's remorse, maybe? I, I, I don't know, but see. It's got another three episode kind of things coming out too, right? Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know for sure. Like some DLC type things. Yeah, it's like the Path of the Eagle, the Path of okay. the Panther, and something else. Okay. So it, they're they're still getting more for their money, although they paid a higher price. Right. <laughs> well, I guess it all it all depends on, you know, if you are the type of person that wants to pre-order a game and be on first day one, experience it with all your other buddies that might be getting it as well, and have that that talk back and forth mm. about what's going on, but. Me, if it's if you're just that type of person that you know looks at Shadow of the Tomb Raider and is like, that looks like a cool game, I'll get around to it. Excuse me, I gotta grab something here. Okay, um, but you're not hardcore into it. Yeah, you're gonna you're probably not gonna get it at day one. You're gonna wait. Yeah, maybe never get it. But if it goes mm-hmm. on sale for fifty percent off, you're more likely to get it. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, would I scoop up Shadow of the Tomb Raider for 30 bucks? Sure, absolutely. If I had 30 bucks that I want to spend on a game right now, and that was on my list, yeah. yeah, that'd be a consideration. But you can't, I, I don't see how you can be. I struggle with how someone can be that upset about that. For Now, if, just, if it was a week later, different story, but two months. You've had yeah. two months of this game to play. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to a lack of accountability. People don't want to admit that they may have made a mistake. Uh, I am not a proponent of, um, you know, uh, buying the buying the game prior to it actually coming out, pre-release anything, any of that kind of stuff. The only one that I actually ever did that with was the Halos, yeah. and I had that buyer remorse every time I did it. I would get the legendary edition. There'd be a helmet or mm-hmm. some, some kind of gimmicky thing that would come with it. And I knew I was paying way too much for it. And then a month later I would see it on eBay for like half the price. And I'd be like, Oh, I should have waited, but, it, uh, yep. but it's also, I'm paying for that experience. And that's, that's kind of like what I really thought about was anytime there's those pre-releases and stuff like that, or, you know, you, you, you paid for it before it actually went off. There's, oh, there's usually a party there's usually an event at a mm-hmm. store or something like that right. that you can attend. And I would go to that. And as far as halo went, there was always like a gaming kind of event that went on. There'd be a tournament, there'd be snacks and drinks. There would be other like-minded nerds that would sit there and like hang out with me. And we'd sit there and talk it up and, and talk about like uh, the halo universe and what we were hoping that we would see and like possible leaks and stuff like that. So I, I, I almost consider that like a little mini convention. So part of that price was me paying out to go to like a mini con. Yeah. And, and that was the difference of price. And I, and after I put it in that perspective for myself, I was good with it. I was like worth it. Yeah. Because yeah. I always had fun. Sure. Sure. That's, um, <clears throat> I think it goes back to, uh, I don't know these, the folks that are went in and, bombed and left these reviews obviously upset that now the game is $30 or whatever it is but if you were to like even if you buy a physical product usually there's only a 14 day max 30 day price guarantee yeah right like if you go to Best Buy you want to get price match I think it's within 10 or 14 days okay product Two months, like okay, man. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I just struggle with the amount of just 
saltiness and entitlement that is coming with <laughs> people that have that have purchased this day one got enjoyment out of it may still be getting enjoyment out of it but now just see that it's been slashed hat in half price okay like i've bought plenty of things in time in my time that have gone on sale two three months later i'm like damn mm-hmm. i could have saved you know a few bucks on it oh well had i waited, had I waited. <laughs> and yep. that stuff happens maybe you mm-hmm. learn <laughs> that things do eventually no. go on sale after they've been out for a certain period of time and so people in chat can, can hate me whatever that's the fact okay something new releases I don't care what product it is it's gonna go down in price at some point whether it's yep. whether it's a month two months three months six months a year later so it's gonna be look at consoles mm-hmm. day one Amen. launch of consoles full price Six Painful. months later, fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. off. Whatever. Yeah. Why aren't people? I mean, getting up in arms about that? Like, really? Come on. The the part that that was kind of getting me is uh, I I pulled it up while we were sitting here talking because I kind of wondered, you know, what would have, um, what was the incentive for the company to to put it on sale like that? Mm-hmm. And while like trying to trying to recoup whatever kind of money they can, maybe pull sure. in a new audience like you were talking about. Uh, because anytime there is a sale that they do get more people that are like, ah, I wasn't willing to pay 60, but 30, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was looking at a report that's from September from Eurogamer and they're talking that, uh, the physical sales were down 70%, uh, to those in 2013. Okay. Now that sounds really bad, but at the same time, 2013, uh, going like 100% digital, like we're trying to push and the Enders is trying to push everybody, uh, wasn't quite as steep. That's five years ago. Now it seems like a lot of people are really super pushing, especially Xbox and especially your bigger platforms, uh, pushing people to get the digital as opposed to the physical copy. Sure. So, um, I don't, I, I, I think we're going to have to wait a little bit in order for those kind of numbers to come in, I guess, to see why that happened. But, uh, I don't know. I don't have too much sympathy. Like I, I think that when you do that, you do you assume risk, like right out the gate. Oh, for sure. For, <laughs> for sure. No, I mean that's absolutely one hundred percent true. One hundred percent agree with you on that. It's. I just think, it's, like I said before, I think it's just the early adopter tax of anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like talk, you talked about AR and VR on your uh, your Team Fino podcast uh, earlier this week. The price has dropped on Oculus VR gear or Vive gear yep. or whatever the case may be. But if you're an early adopter, you probably paid a thousand dollars like day one yep. for one of those, and Boom. now you can get them three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So and the thing and this is another one of my pet peeves. So like, let's say I did buy the Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. I paid the full price, like boom, 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 and then uh, fast forward, somebody else that pays seven hundred dollars buys the Oculus, gets in. And not only are they paying a lower fee, but they're also paying to get all of the updates that you've had to wait the entire time for. Right. All of the patches, everything else. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe, maybe I'm just more frugal. I don't know. I, I usually don't go day one yeah. anymore. <laughs> I, I don't either. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're cheapskates. I don't know, but there's very, there's very few games that I want to get and have day one or within the, let's say yep. the first week, first week of release. Yep. 
Um, I did that with Destiny 2, and I think that's the last time I've ever done that, and probably will ever do that. <laughs> so, that's there's um, nothing that's on the horizon that 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 kind of <laughs> crackdown crackdown three. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's up there with uh, with yeah. uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, I think yeah. It, it's like the fabled game that will I ever get it? Yeah, yeah. It is the chalice. If it, it ever does release, I, I probably will break for twenty seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crackdown three because I, I love that whole <laughs> series, man. I love the whole series. But again, again, day one. Well, maybe you know the the roadmap for for Crackdown three. Unless if it's not heavily vested in a multiplayer component, more you know, you just want the open world, single person experience. You want to you want to turn and burn through it. Game Pass day and date of release ten dollars. I just paid ten dollars for a brand new like, yep, AAA title. So Forza, yeah, perfect so, example. So in that respect, is and this isn't even on the list. We're just kind of going off on tangent here, which is great. The game services, subscription services, is that skewing what we perceive as value for a purchase of a brand new title? Mm. Now, the numbers would say different, right? Because I think it was State of Decay 2 sold super well, like actual copies, not through yes. the Game Pass stuff. So maybe mm-hmm. if you know if it's something you're into and it seems like a quality game, you're going to pay the $60 you know, either way. And you're not just going to be like, well... I'm just gonna get it. It's ten bucks on game service, day and date. See what happens. Know. See what happens. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out and like crack the code on how they're actually making money on Game Pass. You and me both, man. I, I don't, I like, don't understand. I, I don't get it. I don't. know. So, <laughs> like, I, yeah, it blows me away because on Game Pass, the only thing that I can think of is like consistently because I'm paying my, I'm paying my fee, right? Right. And then maybe they're making up that difference by collectively we're all flipping that money monthly in order to do it. And people that might not have bought the new title when it was coming out, right. They're still getting some portion of the revenue from them. And over a yearly period, it actually equates to more than just buying a new game. Right. So maybe that's, maybe that's where they're making their money, but I like it. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for like all of a sudden Microsoft kicks open my door and takes my kid, you know? Yeah, well, I'm kind of, I kind of look at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, kind of, and that's that, that's what I'm that's what I'm somewhat concerned with. But I mean, you have a name like Microsoft behind it, so there's not but so much concern. But I look at the the, the collapse of 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 Movie Pass kind of service. Like you yeah. pay your low, your one monthly fee, you get you know all this content, movies, accessibility to movies, theaters, and da 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 da. Folded up, man. I mean, they just ran out of money. Like it was costing them too much. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Movie Pass is not a huge company like Microsoft in any means. So, what, yeah. when, what, like your, when was that about though? Movie Pass? Yeah, just a couple months ago. Really? Yeah, like uh, they they pretty much, yeah, couldn't secure enough enough. I think mm-hmm. that was good for most people. Got about a year out of it, like when it really hit its high peak of popularity. And mm-hmm. most people just because they've had to change their model so much, mm-hmm. like limit what you're getting for the same price. Yeah, that people are like, well, it's not worth it anymore. Like, you came out the gate and offered me, yeah, like unlimited everything, mm-hmm. 
for the same for that price and now for that same fee you're limiting me i got a, a bunch more. of restrictions so yeah mm. yeah so a lot of people have just kind of built out interesting the stuff but anyway that's that mm. that's that yeah. so uh what else we got here so you play uh, you i know you dabble in some pc stuff you ever play rift the game rift it's an mmo um no but i've been around in circles long enough to kind of know no. of rift okay I, like i know about rift yeah yeah so apparently man it's just these developers man uh tree on worlds who's Cray -cray. The, yeah developer of uh of the mmo rift in um the most recent game atlas reactor is doing layoffs. The the report I read from Game Informer um, speculated that they're down to twenty five employees from two hundred. Ooh, so that's rough. That is rough. But that that that's quite the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's huge. That is huge. Um, it just seems like I feel, my heart goes out to all these developers because they're doing, you know, they're they're doing labors of love, man. Like making these games, constantly supporting them, creating content for them, improving them, and then it's just like there's these kind of like you know we've talked about Telltale before, Capcom, mm. I, think, I think Capcom Vancouver. Um, yes, it's just now Treon Worlds, and I'm just like, good gracious, man. So, what do you think is gonna? Do you think there's going to be anything that kind of swoops in and saves the day? I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, like I know in the MMO world, like the biggest name is obviously World of Warcraft for an MMO because Blizzard, the Blizzard name's on it, is huge. It's been around forever. Uh, Rift's been around for a while, but I, I haven't really. I, I did dabble in it at one point in time many years ago, but it just didn't stick with me. Um, cause it's kind of got out of MMOs in general. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is something that someone would want to scoop up or not. Now I look at it this way. So I look at, I look at micro like Xbox and they have Terra, which is an MMO on Xbox. Yes. CRA. Now, would Microsoft want to scoop up the the Rift property and make it their own M Xbox exclusive MMO, and then we now have keyboard and mouse support that's rolling keyboard out? Keyboard and mouse support, and then you know what? Loot Crate Editions in order to make it lucrative? Maybe, or make Skins. it part of Game Pass. Yep. Game Pass, boom. There you go. Yeah. We're back to, back that, to that. that residual income. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that, that, that popped up on the radar this week. Saw that. I was just like, man, I always hate report on stuff like this because I just, I just feel for the, the people that have, you know, families that are relying on this income to support themselves and their family, put food on the table. You know, it's just, it's yeah. Tough. I just hope they land, those folks land on their feet, man. So, well, I, I don't know. We've been seeing a lot of the developer community hop in and really take care of its own here in the last little bit, like with the stuff with Telltale. Um, and I completely yeah. blanked out on what the other was organization Ubisoft. was. It was Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yep. Yeah, Ubisoft helped helped them out. But there was another one that closed that was fairly significant. Was it Bethesda? And, and was it Bethesda? Maybe it wasn't Bethesda because Bethesda's East Coast. Yeah, I can't I can't remember. 
you know, it does seem like that they absorb a lot of their, their own community and that's solid. You know, it seems yeah. like they're helping out more for sure. For sure. So we'll, so. we'll see how long it takes before they unionize and, yeah. and try to protect themselves a little bit better. Yeah. The unionization, man, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy thought. I've, been, I've, I've, well, I've been, my previous uh, work history, I've worked for unions, so I've, I see both sides too. I've seen the good and bad mm-hmm. uh, parts of unions. So, but anyway, all the folks at Treon Worlds, we wish you the best. Hope you land on your feet for sure. Um, but yeah, speaking of nope, horrible transition. Just gonna go into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, yeah. This is uh, we're we're gonna get in our our way back machine for a second. The TARDIS, whatever you want to call it, a DeLorean, whatever, <laughs> a phone booth with a guy named Rufus, whatever the case may be. Boom. We're gonna go back to a long, long time ago, eighties, maybe it's the eighties, when the Intellivision yeah. was the hotness. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the word I said. I said in television. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. The Intellivision has announced that they are going to be releasing a new family-friendly console with an estimated launch. And this is very specific to have it like an actual launch date, not like a spring, no, no, it's crazy. fall. Like they, they gave an actual launch date of October 10th, 2020. Boom. Yes. With an estimated price tag of $149 to $179. They will have some remastered classics included on launch with some new titles still in development for, you know, that will be purchased. They state that all titles will be rated E for everyone because they want a family friendly console. Now this is what gets me. Um, (laughs) And and again, I'm paraphrasing this. I'm just kind of massaging this to get to the nuts and bolts, but more or less the CEO of Intellivision, Mazequiz said, current console gaming is more or less for hardcore gamers, and the point of entry is um, uh, priced too high, and it's too complicated to set up. There's a whole lot of hat I I take wrong with kind of that that mindset. Yeah, okay. So... The whole, it's too complicated to set up. What is too complicated? It's literally two cables. Plug and play. HDMI and a power <laughs> cable. Like, pop them in. So I don't understand. And when you first power on your Xbox console, it literally walks you through on the screen. Okay, let's get on the internet. Let's pair your controller. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> has this guy not played on any video game console in the current gen? I I don't know. I don't think I read that portion of of it. I, I was actually blown away. One, that they were still around. Yeah. And then uh, two, um, it's actually a video game system that's older than me. And that's not something that I can... Uh, <laughs> uh, because when I was reading, kind of, I was like, man, I know that they put out a lot of titles. I want to check it out. Yeah. Um, but so I started looking at it. 1978, 78. is when they 
when they when wow. they form. Okay. Yeah. That is so older than me too. Older than me by by a year. So high five, old people staying in the ring. That's right. But at the same time, that sounds really disconnected with this day and age of console gaming. Yeah. Um, it's two plugs. If you can't figure out two plugs, you probably have a hard time breathing, and you're not out there consuming anything in the marketplace anyways. So you're not going to be buying a console. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you set your Xbox on top of your Betamax player, like the uh, yeah. issue. <laughs> Back in my day, we had two paddles yeah. and a ball. Oh, it was amazing. It's moving night at the Miller house. Let me go get my reel to reel. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it would be cool because I, well, there, there's a certain little bit of nostalgia there because in the television, yeah. in television, yeah. um, is the one that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think those were kind of the daddies that came along with Prince of Persia. May, uh, maybe so. Like maybe so. Uh, way back in the day, I think that's where it kind of found its gra- grassroots, and that's what brought us a, a series that, unfortunately, like I'm waiting for somebody, like I'm chopping at the bit for somebody yeah. to revive that title. Um, that IP is just mm, amazing. When it's done right, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. See, it's not a good prognosis. <laughs> it's yeah, not a good no. prognosis. And it comes with. Um, I read further article. It comes with two controllers. One is, uh, or maybe both of them are. There's a touch component to them, like touchscreen or something like that component to them. Okay. But they're like, oh, you can use more controllers through their app on your iPhone or Android device. So you can pair your, yeah, through the, through their app, you can add like a three, four, five, six players, I guess. Maybe it's up to eight. I don't know. Or maybe it's just up to four. Interesting. I got to really read the article. This was, again, this is probably around like Tuesday. Concept of time just becomes a blur, so I don't remember everything I read. But my whole thing is this, is like, you're getting these classic nostalgia kind of games. I get it with 8-bit graphics, stuff like that. But my whole thing is if you're going to be able to pair your phone essentially with it and use it as a controller for gaming, mm-hmm. why not just play games on your phone to begin with? Well, yeah. No, uh, I – see, I <laughs> – You'd you got me there. Uh, it reading reading the wiki because everything on Wikipedia is factual. Um, oh, it is. <laughs> uh, reading stuff on there, it talked about how uh, Intellivision actually gave up a lot of their titles, or not gave up, but they released a lot of their titles on VH1 Classic on MTV web on the MTV website mm-hmm. uh, to be played while people were like listening to. Uh, I don't know, Fetty Wap. I don't, I don't know what the fuck like, people are doing, but whatever. Like, you do you, boo. Um, so I don't know why they wouldn't stick with that market and drive harder for it, especially if they've already got a foothold. Mm-hmm. Um, don't up the cost of the game to give me something physical, especially if it sounds like that you're that disconnected because that makes me question things like online connectivity. Uh, can, will I be able to multiplayer? Like, will there be, you know... Like what? Will I have chat at least? Like, <laughs> probably not. And I, I, I think what was the other other one? Omegle Vision or Omegle? Oh I re- yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember something in that line of that name. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, I, the other platform that's coming out that's modular, where I can play 
uh, SNES games, NES games, uh, Genesis, Turbo Graphics, all with one console. I just need to buy the separate modules in order to play the game. Why would I? Why I wouldn't? I, at this point, I wouldn't enter the console market if I was a developer. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Here's what I here's the price point. You're twenty bucks, thirty bucks away from an Xbox One S current gen console when it's on sale. One seventy nine on the high end of this. Whoa. Yeah, I trade in. Uh, I trade in some stuff, and I I get a Xbox. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you get? Because this is even. You can essentially go out there, even at one forty nine. You could go get the NES Mini Classic that mm-hmm. has preloaded games and the SNES Mini Classic that has those preloaded games for less than what this on the low end is going to cost. So if you want that retro gaming fix that's family friendly, go get two physical consoles that will do that, scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. I don't, and here's the other thing 2020 is the date. Yes. We're going to be in the next gen probably at that time with PS5, yeah. Xbox Scarlet, or whatever the next Xbox is going to be yeah, called, whatever. the second Switch revision possibly. Everything's going to be 4K 60 frames per second at that point as the baseline. Why am I going to want to sit there and, and play an Intellivision? Other than for yeah, no, I, nostalgia I think it feels. And yeah. I'm sorry, nostalgia feels is not worth 150 to 180 dollars to most people. It's not going to be. Well, it's not going to be for the majority of people that are going to have the buying power at that point. Because most people, the the huge heavy game generation in 2020 is going to be like your teenagers and like your kind of adolescents. Mm-hmm. They're going to be driving like, "Mommy, Daddy, I want this for Christmas." Yeah, they're never going to have played in a television game. Like I, I, you, or people that are like a little bit, you're more, we'll say mature, not older, but mature gamers, mature gamers. Yeah. Peaky out with the coffee, um, <laughs> uh, playing those titles. I, I really think that this is, this is just suicidal. Uh, you could take that money, roll it into marketing. You could actually develop some, pretty cool phone apps and do away with the entire physical con- that's, console. That's where I was going to go with it. Take, take the physical console out of it. Go ahead and make your own Intellivision launcher that you charge 10 mm-hmm. bucks for in the app store. That's basically an emulator Ooh. that loads 15 of these classic games. People would Correct. much rather pay for that. Yep. And uh, another thing that it talked about with the Intellivision t- speaking to that point was you remember when Xbox arcade had its thing. Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately didn't play that as much as I, I would have liked to. Yeah. Uh, now, like, that's one of those remorseful things of, ah, uh, you know, I think I missed kind of a, a, a little chance there. Yeah. But uh, they were they were really heavy into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you've already you've already crossed that threshold business-wise with, with Microsoft. Yeah. They already did it with PlayStation as well. Mm-hmm. Why don't you rekindle some flames, rework some things, polish it up a little bit, and just go that route? Like, I don't know why, like, don't don't yeah i don't see how this is <laughs> i don't see i don't like being negative i really don't but if you just look at it all the all the just the talking points oh here's our launch date mm-hmm. the timing's not going to be good the pricing mm-hmm. the other time not good and then the whole part of using your phone 
as an extra controller if you want to. Well, just use your damn phone as your as gaming the, device. As the thing. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. I don't now, what market? Gonna... Maybe maybe we're being too narrow minded. We're thinking Western or like at least American market, right? Yeah, well, maybe they're going to be like launching over here. Huge, huge, crazy European market or Asian market for it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's the, that's where they're really gunning for, and we're kind of like the the secondary peeps. I, mean, like, I guess uh, that's possible. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Intellivision. Like I said, it's older than me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just saw. It, I was like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. I wasn't tracking any of that. Yeah. So, so. Speaking of price issues, moving along here. Mm. Kind of a segue. Segue. <laughs> kind of a segue. Uh, the Devil May Cry 5 Ultra Editions that are going to be released mm. <laughs> can cost up to $8,000. Holy <laughs> crap. $8,000 for an Ultra Edition of a video game because it includes a jacket based on the character in the game depending on which ultra edition you get so if you want the dante jacket you you ponying up eight thousand dollars if you want is the, it signed by anybody cool or is it just like a one of a kind thing not that i read if you want the nero jacket i think that's between five and six grand and then the i think your name's v the vest mm-hmm. is like thirty five hundred ish somewhere in there I'm like, why? why? I would really like to see the numbers on how many of those editions sell. I mean, hey, I'm not saying there's not gamers out there with deep pockets. I know there are. Yes. I know there are. Yes, fact. So, um, I mean, this is obviously catered towards those people for sure. But in any world... Even the high fashion world, which I obviously, based on my attire tonight, I am far removed from. $8,000? Okay, so you're paying $7,940 after the $60 price tag of the game for a jacket. Because it is modeled or designed after a character in the game. Wow. Um, I just like th- there is no fabric because if you pull up the pictures of it, it just looks like well, yeah, it looks like stitched together, like kind of like like leatherish jacket. <laughs> it looks like pleather. Yay! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, so I I'm I'm tickety typing over here. I'm not DMing my 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 whiff. With. I'm tickety typing over here, <laughs> and flip. what I'm taking a look at is, um, this isn't the first time that we've seen some straight up cray cray marketing coming out of video games, like at all. True. Uh, we've seen over the top uh, stuff, especially with Capcom yeah. and Konami. When those two are involved, like shit's getting weird. <laughs> always, always stuff always gets weird uh, with them. They did one in England where uh, I can't remember like, and I was I was I was even looking for it before I was trying to be like awesome, and I was looking for it before the stream. I couldn't find it, uh, but there was a marketing campaign that they did in England, and in that one, uh, they actually had like cut up parts of people. It looked really, really, really like authenticy, 
they even used pig guts in some stuff oh okay God. like straight up and it was hidden around like they they had they did bombs of like murder scenes kind of like all over <laughs> oh my God. um well that's not too bad right that's like really cool if you're trying to like pump up a, a horror game and then they made it like yeah. a, a kind of geocache kind of thing at that point where he ran around and found all these points really cool marketing awesome idea sweet execution because it just appeared kind of instantly and then like nobody really knew the problem is that nobody really knew exactly so people were calling the cops going uh i think i found somebody dead <laughs> there's been a murder like and they're like oh crap okay well i guess we gotta go take our stuff down but once again, it kind of hits into that thing of, is it really bad publicity at that point? Because everybody's talking about the crazy campaign that you there had. There is no bad so publicity. They're getting, they're getting your title out there. They're letting everybody know when it's coming. Yep. So uh, $8,000 jacket, like I get it. It's crazy. I would not do it. And I would slap any of my family members. And even was like, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to get this jacket. Like I would hit him hard. Ring yeah. hand. Yeah. And, uh, but it would cause a conversation. Have you seen this? Yeah. Just like we're talking about now, like mission accomplished. Like high five that mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah that's true. We are talking <laughs> about it. We are talking about it. Well, well played. <laughs> well played. Man. Crazy stuff. What about the chainsaw one? You seen that? Chainsaw one. No. Um, Resident Evil Seven? 2, I think. Choose oh, the new one, right? Yeah. They re- Where the they're doing the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get the special chainsaw edition and it's like, once again, crazy priced, but in that one, it's special. The blood splatter on the chainsaws are completely unique. No, no two are the the same. same. Like snowflakes. (laughs) Correct. Except with blood. (laughs) Blood flakes. (laughs) So like, it's not the... It's not the first, and I, I 100% think it's going to be the last. Yeah. You and I talked about the Bionics thing that Konami was doing with oh, the yeah. Bionic arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. So, speaking of other video game-based merch, <sighs> Fortnite. Uh, okay, Fortnite, is, here we go. Here we go. I, and I've said it before, applaud Epic for the hype in media blitz and culture they've created with Fortnite. Good on you. It's fantastic. It's a phenomenon. It's wonderful. Everywhere. Not for, not for me. It's everywhere. It's ever present. And now it will invade your toy, toy aisle at your Walmart, wherever, Target. Because you can now get the Fortnite... Nerf blaster. Mm-hmm. <sighs> In stores, it's coming out. It's the mm-hmm. ARL Fortnite Nerf blaster gun. Mm-hmm. It's multiple shots. You can buy. I don't know the price on it yet, but it's coming out. And here's the thing. Well played by Epic. <laughs> Again, what do kids like? Kids, like love, toys, kids mm-hmm. love Fortnite right now. Mm-hmm. They love your game. Kids love toys. Kids love Nerf, Nerf guns. Kids love toys that are Nerf guns that are based off Fortnite. 
So it's a mm-hmm. logical conclusion. Let's put it out in the market. So something I came across, and I'm just like, oh, man, more Fortnite. It is what it okay, is. Okay, so you're, you ready? Oh, I'm, yes. I'm about to deal. This is about to turn into some Destiny stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> do I need to take a bite of cake first? I have cakes over here. No, but do, do. Take a bite for me. What kind of cake? Yellow cake with chocolate frosting. It's a classic. It's, it's delicious. Um, it I'm a huge fan of uh, German chocolate myself. My grandma made uh, some German chocolate. Oh cake. God, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Anyways, so here's my deal on Fortnite. Once again, yes, fact, it is ever present. It is going to be the new Skynet. When the world <laughs> collapses, it's going to be because of Fortnite. <laughs> when, when, Comment, however, when the class system just implodes, <laughs> you'll be put into a battle royale with llamas. Yes. And it's going to be based off of your rank within Fortnite. You'll have like the noob section where it's just kind of like, right. That's the build nothing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, this once again, like if you look at Minecraft, Minecraft, uh, they even sell like the pickaxes, the bows and stuff like that. Walmart hot topic. Um, I've actually, I'm actually surprised it's taken this long for it to come. Yeah. When it really comes down to it, like I'm surprised that Mattel hasn't like buddied up with them and just sort of like firing it out, man. Yeah. Whether it's like the tricked out seasonal pickaxe, but I've got it in real life, man. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on it. Why? Because I'm a capitalist and I'm a firm believer in the system. I like money. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start building modular like little walls and fences so that I can simulate those little forts. So when they're playing with their nerf blasters. Little Tommy, oh, little man. Jenny can set up their room the way that they want to have it. All thanks to my fat ass. There you go. And I'll gladly take your money in order to build the little wooden walls to make it happen. There you go. There we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be that would be perfect. So you know they mm-hmm. have those and someone's probably already done it. It I just haven't seen a report on anything the indoor like paintball arenas that you can go to and play exactly do, what i was do, thinking do, man. do fortnite man <laughs> let's do fortnite mm-hmm. would be like hey you know have a llama set up there you can take it out and get yep. refilled or something and and oh just go gosh. to work just man. go to work for sure that, but yeah you, if, right you, if you created a physical place where you could actually reenact that kind of stuff or go experience that in irl it would be that that's it that's a million dollar idea right there you're yeah. welcome, world. You're welcome, You're welcome internet. Make yep. it happen. Send all royalty checks to Fresh Takes <laughs> Gaming. P.O. Box. <laughs> Word. PayPal us directly. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh, we were sitting there. You were talking about it. While you are talking about it, I was thinking of, like, actually... And like I'm pretty sure, like I, I I've got how I'm gonna do it. I think that's gonna be my next creative stream. There you go. Is building walls for my kids. There you go, <laughs> there you go man. That'll work. That'll work. And that's nice. that's how like that's how I, I I crush. That's exactly how I'm gonna crush our YouTube kind of stagnation where we're at right now on the team channel. There you go. I'm gonna do that. Forty billion views. How do I build a wall? Ideas <laughs> claw. That's right. How do I build a four by to protect myself from snipers? <laughs> I'm sick of getting shot with all these nerve shots, Dad. Make it. (laughs) I need a jump pad. Yes. Yeah, that's called a a trampoline. (laughs) 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 
Oh, you're killing uh, me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying. Hey, man, Dude, now. a new launch pad. Uh, yeah, uh, they're 20 bucks at Walmart in the sporting goods yeah, area. Yeah, yeah the good, How uh, about it? Lawn looks like it needs to get mowed. I, I'm sure yeah. we can figure something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes. All in good fun. No salt here about Fortnite. Just saying. Yeah, it's just not my thing. Uh, oh, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, hat off to their to their strategy and their bulldozing and incorporating all things electronic around them. Uh, so we had Blops come out, right? Yeah. Black Ops, uh, Black Ops 4 came out, and everybody was super hyped about it because not only were you able to play the game... But while you're doing PvP, there was also a PvE element to it. Mm-hmm. And you had to worry about zombies, right? Right. So what did they come out with almost a week out after that happened? Now there's zombies in Fortnite. And you have to worry oh, about really? the, the PvE element in that. And serious? it's not too far it's not too far from their, their strategy that they had already done. They had segregated the two things of PvE and PvP. But now they, they've kind of got that synergy going for a power word uh, of, of reincorporating it back into the game. So, wow. oh, man, like I, I love them because they, they see something that's working in the market and they completely capitalize upon it. Like whoever's whoever's operating that, that's who we need in. Uh, that's who we need driving our economy right now. Like they need to go talk to them and see, like, if they could get some pointers. Yeah. I'll be able to just crush the global marketplace. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, I, I just thought of something I heard or came across in passing. I didn't follow back up on put it in the notes. So I'm trying to see if it was legit or not. I do not want this ad playing. Get what? You don't yeah, want an ad? I do not want this ad playing. Uh, last updated October 24, 623. Ah, yes, so I did read this. So the the save the world mode in Fortnite mm-hmm. will, according to Epic, at some point be going free to play as well. <laughs> it was gonna be into, it was gonna be this year, but they've delayed it to probably next year. Yeah, next year at some point. So free to play or free to play for save the world mode. Which is their PVE, which which is what they originally launched with before the battle royale. Correct. Um, we'll be going free to play at some point. Um, and they might they might actually get me as a customer at that point. And that's what I was thinking too. I know, and that's the Yo, that's, what up, soul, That's a soul crushing fact for me. Is uh, I really don't have an interest in PvP. I've played a couple times. I played it. Um, at this point, I'm so behind the power curve on the ability to build. It's not even fun. I go oh, into man. the game, I get annihilated after a couple yeah. kills. Um, but PVE where I get to take on the zombies, yep. that, that's clever. That's clever. clever. That's clever. It keeps, keep, <laughs> it keeps the buzz going, man. I mean, they are super yep. smart with this. They are super smart. Mm-hmm. Can't take nothing from Epic on that. Nope. People Let's, need to be opening up their notebook and taking notes because these they, guys are killing. Yeah, yeah, billions of dollars from Fortnite. That's right. Everyone, everyone loves horde modes, man. Everyone loves it. Slain Hope. Everyone. 
So, uh, so we went on a tangent there on Fortnite just because yep. they're uh, making a nerf, a, a nerf gun, a Fortnite nerf gun. Um, not nerfing a gun <laughs> in the game Fortnite, but an actual nerf <laughs> dart gun. Pew 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 <laughs> in re- in real life. Man, man, oh man. So other hype stuff. So I I was reading some stuff around, and we know previously that Microsoft and Nintendo have been kind of buddy-buddy here this year mm-hmm. with friendly. The, the, the friendly cross-platform, a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. what I like to call cooperative competition. That's what yes. I'm deem it as, right? Mm, I like it. Yeah. Trademark. Trademark that. Stamp it. <laughs> if you use it, send all royalties to Fresh Takes Game. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, yes. So that's what I'm going to call it. So there was a potential leak. Um, this could be spoilers, so if you're a Smash Brothers fan, uh, don't listen to this part. But la la uh, la 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 la. la. Um, mm. Potential leak from Super Smash Brothers character being included in the when uh, Smash Brothers drops for, on the Switch, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Switch. Um, a leak of Banjo Kazooie as a playable character, which is I mean that's awesome. I mean mm-hmm. that's pretty great. Obviously a Microsoft character. Being brought over to Nintendo uh, platform on their, you know, one of their biggest titles. Yep. So, I mean, this further shows that they're playing nice together, still being friendly and cooperative with each, cooperating with each other. But to me, there's just been so much goodwill between the two companies. Like, is there going to be even more partnership? Like, are we going to see Link come over in an Xbox game at some point? Or, oh God, don't uh, you. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I mean, it seems like, I'm just saying. I, mean, I would I love it. Far-fetched. I, would love it, I mean, that's, Oh, no, that's it's not far-fetched. Time. I would love it, and it would be smart. <laughs> Bowsette confirmed. Slane Hope says Bowsette confirmed. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So. <laughs> um. So what do you think? Do you think it's, like, it's one of their flagship games, right? We can yes. we can all kind of agree that, yes. that Smash Brothers is a Nintendo kind of hardcore staple. If we're seeing Banjo and Kazooie and they are getting buddy buddy, do we maybe do we see them at least dip their toes in the market and allow like uh the the first Smash Brothers over into maybe uh um Xbox Marketplace or possibly on Game Pass? Maybe because they do that and they're they're they can throw that line out there and just test the water, see what happens. Yeah. If I was Nintendo, I'd throw it out, I'd see what happens, see kind of what it does to my monetary kind of loss or gain. Right. And then from there, like, okay, that worked. You got a little bit, we got a little bit, like, cool. Why don't we do a little bit more? Yeah. And and, and start doing some of that cross play feel. They're already doing it with what? I think Dark Souls is already uh that's pretty much in every platform now. Yeah. Right, that's yep. on Switch. That's on Xbox. Yep, uh, and that's doing well. That's not killing anybody. That's not breaking any bank. Um, and I shit you not, if they put it on Xbox, I would buy it in heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because that—that's one of the things Xbox is missing. That type of platform multiplayer, like on the 2D couch platformer arena-based kind of beat 'em up competition is missing. Now there have been some more like smaller titles that tried to capture that but have not taken off yep. fusion frenzy was one of the big ones yeah and there was a recent one too um and i can't remember what it's called 
Brawl Out. I think it was called Brawl Out. Mm-hmm. Um, which, okay, some unique new, you know, unique characters, but we have no attachment to this historically, right? They're just mm-hmm. done well, right? They, they look good, whatever. But there's no history. There's nothing there to be like, oh, I'm going to be Samus and you're going to be Link and you're going to yep. be freaking Pikachu and freaking Jigglypuff and whatever else. There's not that kind of history from from uh, that Brawlout <clears throat> game, obviously, because yes. they don't have the licensings for those characters. But I don't know if – I mean, that would be great. I'd love to see them say, like, hey, first Smash Brothers, we're porting over. Oh. Great. I don't know if they're gonna. I think that I don't know if they're gonna extend their hand that big back to Microsoft just because Microsoft's given them one character in their game, a full game versus I, one character appearing in your games. That's an uneven trade, at least in my mind. Is it though? Because I think if they do that, because once like, I I think that that would be the as as Gary Vee would put it, that's the jab 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 right hook, right? They yeah. give us a character. Cool. Sincerely appreciate it. Hey, why don't you try one of our titles? We'll see what happens with everybody. And then once people like play it and really want to get into it, that's when I come in with like, okay, I'll give you the second one. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want you want the newest one? Well, okay. But now instead of just a 5% rate of return on it, I, I at least want 50%. And and that's where you start kind of like, that. that's when, when you can start doing the dialogue. And, oh, well, if I'm going to give you this one, then I want to be able to at least have Halo CE on on our, our deal. I don't want the newest one. I don't want up to five. I think we can handle efficiently on our platform. It'll look good. I want to have uh, Combat Evolved on our, our, our deal and expose that to our audience. I think that there is a lot of haggling, kind of bartering that could go back and forth in between. Them. Yeah. Yeah. What would... Man. I mean, yeah, having Smash Brothers with online play on the Xbox, I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> we all pray on the altar of cross-play. That's 100% true, Slate <laughs> Hope. It's 100% true. And Microsoft and Nintendo, they, they're all about it. They've been all yep. about it for everything. So I'm telling you, this is just the courtship, man. And then once, once they finally are like, oh, you know, I like it. You like it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'll start seeing like Marcus, Marcus Phoenix, you know, in Smash Brothers, man, just, just charging people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like all little kid kind of stuff. You got Kirby and then you have like Marcus Marcus Phoenix. Starts chainsaw Princess Peach. (laughs) But I like I really I would love um I I would love to see uh a Zelda game and zero zero BS, like even if it was just Nintendo sixty four Zelda. Oh yeah. uh, um, if I could play that on my Xbox chilling on my couch, yeah, I'd be that'd be it. Like that'd be the zenith for yeah. me i'd be there <laughs> so, yeah, slain hope and chat says the japanese are very finicky this is true this is true yep. this is true um we'll see but we'll see we'll see what happens with that i mean it seems like microsoft's you know seems to be continually extending the olive branch you know kind of stuff mm-hmm. to them um but i haven't seen what nintendo is giving back to microsoft yet but yeah, this could all be, kind of, be some kind of reciprocation Good question. And you got to look at the leadership from the top down, I guess, in, in that kind of yep. large company. 
Um, yeah, you look at the president from Nintendo. That 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 leadership change is what I really think. Did. Yeah. You had a guy that thought video games was stupid, and now you have a guy that like plays video games. He at least plays them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very true. So, with yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see now. With Microsoft, some more, not necessarily information, but there's been more hubbub, advertisement, marketing, talk of the XO 2018, which at first wasn't really, um, it was announced, but there really wasn't a whole lot of like pomp and circumstance like before uh, the event till now. Um, And it's happening soon, like a lot of people are, a lot of the Xbox folks are like drumming up hype for it. So that tells me they're going to make some sort of announcement now before it's like, okay. Hey, we're having this like big, like celebration of everything Xbox in Mexico city. And then it was like, okay, cool. And then it was just like crickets for the last few weeks. You heard nothing. Now you're starting yeah. to see some of that stuff come back up about, about this event. So that tells me they're going to announce something. Yes. It's a celebration, but you usually never have an event and shed out the money for it unless you're trying to hype something. <laughs> and then, um, or announce something. So, I don't know. That's what I think about that. Uh, and that's the one that's in Mexico, right? Yeah, Mexico or City. Or Brazil? Mexico, Mexico City. City, okay. Yep, Mexico City. <clears throat> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure something out, real. It's sure. really, it's kind of, it's kind of a, pet peeve now so the publishers were banned now. i'm looking at dark souls okay since they just did the huge crop platform cross platform trying to figure out who owns free from software oh so, from software from software uh the dark souls dev uh and i'm i'm googling away oh, man i'm gts um from software yep for those of you at home that doesn't know what GTS, it means Google that shit. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're independent. Okay. That's what I thought, um, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it looks like they're independent. It doesn't look like they've been swallowed by the by the tide yet. By That's Activision. <laughs> or take two. Yep. Take two interactive, man. They're huge. But so interesting. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Hmm. Um, and that well, that's kind of like Warframe. Warframe is just their own digital extremes. Is that's that's it. Yep. Now, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was just looking at too. Now Toshi's in is the founder. Yep. Yep. I was the, when I when I GTS'd it, uh, I saw that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly what I got too. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> so moving on from that, um, obviously this is Red Dead Redemption Two week. It's probably why um, I haven't heard from a lot of people today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been a lot of radio silence. Everybody's tied up with Red Dead Redemption Two. Understandably, it looks it looks beautiful. The reviews I've gorgeous. seen have been given it like ten out of ten, five out of five, et cetera, et cetera. Like super well received, super well reviewed. I never got into the first one. That doesn't mean I'll sell you in the second one. Maybe, maybe not. But. Um, yeah, I just uh, and they're they have they're not on, launching the online component yet for it. They will mm-hmm. at a later date. 
So, Slain Hope says first one was five out of five for you. Have you have you purchased the second one yet? Are you waiting a little bit? See, I think this goes back to where we initially the podcast of um, pre-order sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the game. I really did enjoy it. Uh, I'm not paying full price for it, though. I'll tell you that. I'll yeah. wait. I'll yeah. wait until it hits sales. Uh, it's a little less new, a little less flashy. Um, and then I will probably pick it up. But Yeah. It's a huge game, too. From my understanding, there's like a day one. I think it's a, is there a day one patch that's 50 gigs. I have to reference yep. that. I think I, I heard that. No, I, I heard that too. I okay. money. Yeah, I heard that too. It's like uh, there was there's a couple where it's like, well, if why are we releasing it and like I'm downloading an entire another game in order to patch it? Sounds like yeah. it was ready, homie. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's how Fallout was. Fallout Four, day one patch for Fallout Four was huge too. Just uh, yeah. Speaking of Fallout beta, Fallout seventy six beta. I don't know if you were getting in on that or not, but. Uh, I'm just not a Fallout fan. I don't know why everybody touts it as being so great. I'm just like, I, I tried it. I bought Fallout 4. I just could not get into it, man. I just could not get into it. But... Uh, It's one of those games I can't play. Like, I can't play that game because there is no such thing as to me. Yeah. And I know that I would end up missing a lot of my children's childhood. So, um, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. Fair enough. Fair enough. When they graduate, I'll go and I'll, I will. All the mods. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. I think, well, we're, we're going a little over here. So I, there, there is one other topic that is Ouch. not even that huge. TwitchCon's going on right now. A lot of stuff coming from them that basically looks like they're ripping off a uh, mixer on some of it. Um, <laughs> not trying to be, uh, not trying to be funny, but it does. Um, like Slain, what? Slain Hope says, Fallout is good, but if you explore heavy, you get bored. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so tw- Twitch announced, and again, I'm not trying to you know, pull the whole like battle of the platforms, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. But I will say the one feature they came out with, and I, don't, I can't remember what they're calling it, but it's like stream up to four people at one time, four streamers at one time in mm-hmm. four separate windows. And da-da-da. I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, mixers had that before. Well, it's called a co-stream. <laughs> You're going to co-host. Oh, okay. Good job. Innovating. <laughs> now yep. they're doing some other things that are good. You know, that, that seemed cool that, you know, maybe mixers not doing, um, like you were talking about those, uh, like face, face overlay. Yeah. Things, the, filter uh, overlay the things snap camera. Snap cam- it, yeah. yeah. The snap camera overlays. So they announced that, which is cool. That's something that's pretty neat um, that they're integrating with it. But, uh, you know, I think I think there's a lot of borrowing between platforms going on. Like, okay, this one's doing this, but this one's doing this. Well, they kind of take each other's idea, make their own version of it. Yep. Um, that's fine. That's great. Um, so I'll be interested to see what else comes out of TwitchCon. Um, I'm sure there will be some more stuff that we find out maybe later later this weekend. And, uh, yeah, see if anything um yeah i i am interested to see kind of what happens that's for sure it always seems like something does kind of come come as a result of those kind of uh conventions whether it's SwitchCon or mixer um and it has mixer done their own con yet i thought that they did they piggybacked on some other cons i know that 
Yeah, they had a mixer booth at E3, I believe. Um, yep. I don't think they've probably done the one that's. Um, I don't think they've had their. They I don't think they've had their own actual con, like you said. I think they've been at like the big streamer convention or content creator conventions. They they have a presence there. E3, gaming, yeah. other gaming conventions, they have a presence at, but not like MixerCon or anything like that that I'm aware of. Yeah, I. Well, you try to go to it if they do. Depends on where it is. Yeah. Depends on where it That's is. That's kind of where I'm at. Because, I mean, XO 2018 would be great to go to, but I ain't trying to go to Mexico City. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be about that life right now. What about PAX East? Or, or have you so, ever... It's kind of out towards you, yeah? Yeah, I've wanted to look into going, but from what I've heard, um, or maybe I'm thinking of... So there's like two different PAXs. One is in like the New England area. I think one is in like Philadelphia, but I think the one in Philadelphia is like the board games one. Okay. And the one in the New England area is like PAX East. Like proper. Legit proper. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've always thought about going. I just never have because uh, flight, hotel accommodations, you know, press the price of just the actual convention itself mm-hmm. it's it's an investment yeah they're pricey. <laughs> unless you're media sure. hmm. yeah mm. hit it. that follow button oh my god oh my gosh <laughs> i am uh hmm, i'm a host yeah, of a gaming uh, podcast hmm. <laughs> well i thought about the, i no trust me i thought about it uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, <laughs> twitch people are like uh they haven't a lot of those bigger conventions aren't recognizing Mixer yet as a like platform. A lot of them cater really heavy to Twitch. Yep. And even if you are a Twitch streamer, uh, podcast, st- just straight up streamer, whatever it may be, uh, content reviewer, whatever it is, uh, you have to have 50,000 subs was the last one in order to qualify for the, um, the, the media pass. You Not that I looked say. at it and was going to completely work that angle, but 50,000, 50,000 followers. And if you were trying to for YouTube, you have to have at least a hundred K that was last year. So God knows what it is now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's going to work on that. I'm going to find an angle. Somehow, some way, I will find it. Yeah, let me know, man. Follower count be damned. I will find a way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, I think we're going to wrap this up. I want to thank everybody for hanging out and chat and uh, tuning in tonight. If you didn't catch all of it, it will be available on Monday on podcast services um, everywhere. Pretty much. We're on like 10 different platforms now. So we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, everything I could think of. So if you, missed, if you missed anything, be sure to subscribe to us on one of those platforms and uh, you'll get this weekly every Monday in your uh, preferred podcast listening app of choice. Again, we are the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast. 
I am Bub Drum, and this is DS Claw. And you can find me at Bub Drum on various platforms. It's all scrolling there if you're watching the video. But for audio listeners, it's uh, Xbox, Steam, Twitter. Xbox team, Twitter, <laughs> how many more platforms do I use? Other things. <laughs> Other things. It's all Bubdrum, B-U-B-D-R-U-M. Not to be confused with Red Rum from The Shining. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> it gets people quite often. But B-U-B-D-R-U-M on Twitter, Xbox, Steam, Mixer. I do stream on Mixer. That's the other one I was forgetting. Mixer. Uh-huh. Right, right here. I do stream, do uh, game streams on Mixer on occasion when I have time. So uh, Bubdrum on that as well. Also, uh... Follow us, uh, the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, on Twitter at Fresh Takes Pod. And yeah, and DS Claw, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, I stream here on Mixer. It's underneath DS Claw. On Twitter at The DS Claw. It's just like it sounds T H E E D S C L A W. No space, no capitalizations, nothing fancy. I try to keep it simple. Uh, gamer tag on Xbox as well. Um, and I am also a member of Team Fino, T-E-A-M-F-I-N-O. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you around. All right, we're going to end it now, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Take care. Ba-ba-ba.